What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Forever Save Podcast. This is your host, Kevin Moyd. And today, um, I wanted to talk about the fruits of the Spirit. And I really want to talk about the fact that you and me and all Christians alike, we are not responsible for the fruits of the Spirit. And... Um, you know, in reality, Jesus is responsible for everything that we do with our life. And he's responsible for all aspects of our life. And sometimes we try to take hold of some of the things that Jesus wants to do with our life or has already done with our life um, because I guess sometimes we're, we're taught that we should. And that we should um, play a role in some of the things that God wants to do in our life. And what I mean by play a role is we actually think that we're the ones that's producing the things that God wants to do in our life. And we don't give credence and credence to what Jesus has already taken, taken care of. Um, you know, to, to back things up or to remind everybody, like, this is Jesus we're talking about. This is the Jesus who who gave up his life for everybody. This is the Jesus who, while walking on earth, he went about healing all and freeing people from the bondage that they were um, oppressed by. And the, the only people that he was able to help were the people who were seeking him for that help. And, and sometimes, whether Christian or, or non-Christian, sometimes we don't seek Jesus for the help that we need because we have been uh, told or we have been under the mindset that we ourselves have the ability to um, change our life. We ourselves have the ability to manifest things into our life by, you know, uh, speaking it. And that's like a half truth. Uh, because, you know, people who are non-Christians believe in this manifestation um, principle, which is true within the confines of what Jesus has already taken care of in our own life. Like God is the reason why things will manifest in our life uh, when we speak them, because we speak them under his authority and not under our own. Um, and that just came up into my mind because I, I noticed lately that uh, manifesting is a is a is a big topic that people are, are taking hold of, and I and I know a lot of people mean well by it. It's just that without Jesus, what are you manifesting? And without Jesus, what is going to be the end result of the thing that you are trying to manifest? Because you can very well uh, speak things, and that those things come to pass. It's just that when they come to pass, what are they going to bring to your life? Because you can be uh, worldly successful without Jesus, um, but your worldly success without Jesus will ultimately lead you to nowhere, and it will lead the people that's in your path to nowhere, and it won't bring about the happiness and the peace that you think it's going to bring. Uh, we 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 often don't realize these things until we actually get them. So yes, you can you know make a lot of money. Without trusting in God, you can um, achieve and, and 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 go up the ranks of your uh, corporate world, or or you might uh, 
you know, gain all the things that you think that uh, you want in your life to make you happy. It's just that once you have those things, you realize quickly that none of those things um, has any substance to it without God in them. And you will end up with way more problems than you might bargain for. And that's just the truth for everyone. So with whatever level of success, worldly success you have, um, we all experience those same things. Um, as you make more and more money, you'll realize the money is not making your life any better. Yes, you might be able to get a couple things. And yes, your worries might change and the things in your life may change. It's just that the new worries and the new challenges are going to be just as uh, daunting as the previous challenges that you think you have gotten rid of. So, um, you know, ultimately, like, I think it's best for us to know that the Lord is always trying to take care of us. He's always reaching out to us so that we can depend on him to guide us in our life and to love us. Like God is setting everything up and has set everything up so we can always be reminded of the fact that he loves us and everything that he has ever done was to show us how much he loves us despite where we are in life, despite the things that we struggle with, despite um, whatever it is that um, may be hindering our walk. Um, but I, what I, I want to touch on today is that the fruits of the spirit and the fact that many people try, try to produce the fruits of the spirit because, um, you know, as you read them, they are uh, good qualities to have and they're good qualities to represent and they're good qualities that will help us in life. It's just that oftentimes we go about trying to create the fruit um, by telling ourselves, okay, I'm going to be more gentle or I'm going to show more kindness or I'm going to show, show more self-control. And we wake up and we we speak we speak these things as if okay today I can I'm gonna control how kind I'm gonna be and I'm gonna control um, how soft and gentle I'm gonna be today and pretty often we find out that same day that we say that we're gonna manifest these fruits and 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 work these fruits that we often do the opposite like often we see ourselves. Uh, doing the exact opposite of what we actually intended on doing. And the reason being is because anytime that you try to produce your own fruit, you end up walking in what, what the Bible would call the works of the flesh. And, you know, I know some people are under the impression that when you say walk in the flesh, it's basically meaning that you're you're uh you're sinning or you're you're doing evil things and and partly that's true but ultimately what it means to walk in the flesh means that you have decided that by keeping God's laws or by trying to pro to produce the fruits of the spirit you actually end up producing the works of the flesh because in and of ourselves we do not have the ability to produce the works of the flesh. That's why God didn't make us responsible for 
Oh, sorry, we don't have the ability to produce the fruits of the spirit. So that's why God didn't make us responsible for the fruits of the spirit. He made Jesus the fruit, the, the responsible person for the fruits of the spirit. And anytime we try to do it without him, we end up producing the works of the flesh. And the reason why there's a difference between works of the flesh and fruit of the spirit is because fruit only comes from what you're connected to. And it's the responsibility of whatever you're connected to. Works is something that you can produce in yourself, but as human beings, we don't have the ability to produce the things that the spirit can only produce. So I'm going to, I think we should go over um, two different verses so that we can make this make more sense because really what, what it, what needs to happen is um, we need to take these burdens that we put on ourselves and take them away. Like Jesus doesn't want us to have the burden of trying to walk in this Christian life without him being the one that's doing it because to be a Christian or to walk the Christian life, it's not that it's hard. It's impossible. The only person who can walk this Christian life perfectly is Jesus. But somewhere along the lines, our, our own pride and um, self-assurance tells ourselves, no, I can I can do this. No, I can be nicer or no, I can I can act better or or stop doing this. But in reality, you, you can't you, you, you don't have the ability to. And if you stop doing something, let's say you're addicted to something and you stop doing it. Most of the time, you're just going to pick pick up some other addiction that's going to be detrimental to your life. So you might stop uh, watching pornography, right? But you might pick up drinking or, or you might pick up... Uh, some type of arrogance. Arrogance could be an addiction because you think too highly of yourself. Like you're going to pick up something else that's unhealthy whenever you stop doing something within your own will. So yeah, there's plenty of people that can say, yeah, I stopped uh, this particular habit or I stopped this. But what they don't tell you oftentimes is that they pick, picked up something that is just as detrimental. It just might not be as uh, seen by others as as the other addiction that they had. And it's just the truth for all of us. And we all will suffer for, from these same things. And that's another reason why Jesus came. So anyway, let's, let's talk about it. So remember, we're talking about how, how we're not responsible for the fruits of the Spirit. And when Jesus was here on earth, um, he was talking to his disciples and he was trying to get them to understand this concept. So I think we need to break it down. So it's in John chapter 15 and we're going to read verse one through five. And I'm going to read from the New King James Version. So if you want to follow along, you can. Um, and, and again, it's John chapter 15, verse one through five. And it's Jesus speaking um, about himself and about uh, the people that's connected to him. So he starts off by saying, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. So another thing I wanted to highlight is that Jesus always ref referred to God as his father. 
And that's the name that he tried to reveal to us. So now that because we are Christian or because we have become followers of Christ, we too can call him father. Before, they used to only refer to God as God. And, and they, used to, they, used, they used to um have a disconnect between him being like an actual father because father represents like this intimate person who's taking care of you and looking out for you and providing for you and he's doing all these things that a normal father would do for his child and before this people didn't refer to to god in that same reverence right and the only time jesus used god was when he was on the cross but he used that because at that time, he became sin, which means he was disconnected from God. And God at that time, I want to say this carefully, because he had became sin and he was representing what sin was for the whole world. God wasn't his father at the time. Because he was sin. And that's the only time you would catch that Jesus referred to God as. As as God instead of his father because God had all had had this I mean Jesus had this intimacy between him and the, and the father or him and God so anyway so Jesus is speaking he said I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away okay so <laughs> the we have to be careful with this because in verse two, it says every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. So we first got to dissect the first part of that. It says every branch that's in me. So we're already talking about a branch that's inside of Jesus or that's connected to Jesus. But it goes on to say that this branch that does not bear fruit, he takes away. So I'm not sure why, uh, the translation end up becoming takes away because takes away uh, denotes that this branch is removed, but this branch that's in Jesus cannot be removed. But the word takes away is is a is a Greek word called iro, which really means to lift up. So a better way to say that is every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he lifts up. And to lift up is to help and to uh, and to make make uh, ready to receive um, all the nutrients that it needs to produce the fruit. And then it goes on to say, in every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it might bear more fruit. So in Christ, there are going to be branches that produce fruit and there's going to be pr branches that aren't producing fruit. But those branches that aren't producing fruit, he's not going to take them away because they're connected to him. He's going to lift them up so that they can bear fruit. And this is and remember, this is Jesus talking to his disciples at the time. Um, and so in verse three, it goes on to say, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. So he's already telling them. You're clean because you you believe in me. And and the side note is the only person who didn't who hadn't already trusted who God was or who Jesus was was Judas, um, the one that betrayed him. So anyway, it says, You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. 
And it says, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. So Jesus is trying to remind them and, and show them that as you're connected to him, that's where the fruit will come. Just like we can imagine a tree um, outside of you go look at any tree outside. Look at the root of the tree and look at the branches. There hasn't been a time in history where a branch produced fruit. But over and over again, Jesus is trying to remind us that we are the branches. So if we're the branches, our only job is to sit in the vine and sit connected to the vine. Just like outside, you'll see a branch is connected to uh, the root or we can call it the vine. That is where all the nutrients and everything that's needed to produce the fruit lies. And it's the responsibility of the vine to produce the fruit on the branch. So likewise, if we're if we notice that we're not experiencing uh, fruit in our life, it's probably because we're not resting in and depending on the vine to produce the fruit. We're trying to produce the fruit on ourselves, And just like a branch in, in when we're looking at a tree cannot produce fruit. Imagine a branch trying to produce fruit. It will probably look terrible because it doesn't have any nutrients coming from it. It is not connected to anything that can give it some substance. So that's how we look when we're trying to produce the fruits of the spirit. We're trying to produce the things that God wants us to have. But God only knows that we only going to be able to to produce this fruit as we're connected and depending on the vine. So I hope that makes sense a little bit. So I'm going to go on to verse five. It says, I am the vine. This is Jesus speaking again. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So Jesus tried to sum it up. There's nothing we literally can do without him. And since he's divine and we're the branches, we can't produce anything without him being the result of it. And what that looks like in, in a practical sense is every day we're trusting God to produce the fruit in us. So it doesn't make sense for us to say, just say we notice that we're um, we're aggravated more and we're we're uh, telling people off and we're, um, you know, just acting ungodly. It's not going to be helpful to us to wake up and say, all right, today I'm going to start uh, acting better. Today I'm going to be more gentle. Today I'm going to be more, uh, uh, have more self-control, right? Because the moment that we do that, what's going to happen is we're going to start producing the works of the flesh rather than the fruits of the spirit. Because at that point, we decided within ourselves, I have the ability to have self-control. I have the ability to uh, be more kind and be more gentle and show more love. And the subtlety of it is all humans have a pride um, issue. And we think too highly of ourselves many times, not knowing that we don't really have the ability to do nothing outside of God. And what it means is you can do a lot of things and even accomplish a lot of things in the world 
It's just that once you accomplish those things, the result of them will end up being nothing, and they will lead the people that's that is in contact with it. It will lead them to nowhere ultimately, because Jesus has the true life. So, like I mentioned before, you can make a lot of money without trusting in God. But once you make that money, where's where is that going to lead you to? Like, where where are you going to be? Uh, emotionally and spiritually and where are you going to be uh, just within how you're going to deal with the life that comes with with that because don't get it twisted God is not against you uh, progressing and, and, and gaining things he just knows that without him all those things you gain are going to lead you to a destructive path and it's not going to give you the um the joy and the happiness that you really ultimately want to have. And that's one of the main factors of you even pursuing these things. And that's just the reality of it. So now I want to talk about, and I want to go to Galatians 5 because now we get to read, and I was mentioning mentioning the fruits of the Spirit a little bit, but now I want us to read the fruits of the Spirit so that we can see what the fruits of the Spirit are and then be reminded of how those fruits are going to be produced in us instead of reading Galatians 5 and deciding within ourselves that we're going to produce it ourselves, if that makes sense. All right, so let's, we're going to move on to Galatians 5. So it says, Galatians 5, verse 22 through 23. And right now we're just quoting the fruits of the Spirit. So it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And it says against such there is no law. So what in the book of Galatians, what Paul was really trying to convey with throughout the whole book is the difference between living under the law and living under the law just means you're trying to rule keep and you're trying to produce things. Um, so that God can give things to you and and when you try to rule keep and live under the law you're going to produce the works of the flesh and when you're living connected to the vine and living and walking in by the spirit you're going to produce the works or the sorry the fruits of the spirit none of these things and and let me none of these fruits are something that we can produce within ourselves as great as they sound as nice as they appear we do not have the ability to produce these things every time we try to produce these things we're going to produce the works of the flesh and let me let me let me go through the works of the flesh so that you know there's no uh misunderstanding so we kind of know what what's happening so it says in verse 19, in the same uh, Galatians 5, it says, in verse 19, it says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, and heresies, envy, murders, uh, drunkenness, uh, reveries, and the like. So you would think that these are just these evil things that, that I just got to stay away from. But you also think if I just 
try to produce the fruits of the spirit, I won't be producing these things. And what he's trying to convince you is the moment that you try to produce the fruits of the spirit, you're going to produce some or most of what happens when you uh, that's connected to the works of the flesh. And that's not what you're trying to do. You're actually trying to do the right thing, but you're going to end up doing the wrong thing because you're dependent on yourself and not on God. Because Jesus has already told us in John 15, verse 5, that without me, you can do nothing. He is divine. So all I'm trying to do is encourage myself and everybody. Don't put a burden on yourself to produce these things. Thank God that he gave us Jesus Christ, who is the responsible party to produce these things. And that just means every day, just thank God like, God, I thank you for what you're doing in my life. Jesus, I thank you for, for your works and for what you have done for me. And that the joy that I want to give and the peace that I want to have and the love that I want to give and have and the long suffering and the kindness. I thank you for producing these in me because I'm nothing but a branch. I can't do nothing without you. And the, the more you remind yourself of this on a daily basis, you'll start to walk in these things and you'll start to produce them. And the people that you're connected to, they'll start to see them. And you will notice that you will start to be uh, more successful in your workplace or you will start to be more successful in your, your business or whatever the case may be. It's just that you're going to be producing the fruits of the spirit as you elevate and your life will reflect it and you'll have more peace. And not that things won't happen and, 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 and uh, circumstances and trials won't happen to you. It's just that in the midst of all of those, you'll still be producing this fruit because every day you're no longer dependent on yourself and putting that burden on yourself. You're going to be dependent on the Lord who's going to be working all these things through you because if trials come and you try to, you know, manifest or produce the fruits of the spirit, you're going to naturally uh, walk in the works of the flesh. You know, if you're married and you're, you're, you're trying to, to be a good husband or wife and whatever the case may be, you're going to be trying to do these things. But as trials come um, and your flesh starts getting worked up, you know, you, you might be offended and you might, you know, uh, start to feel negative thoughts about your spouse or whatever the case may be. And guess what's going to be right around the corner? Somebody that's going to appear to be your uh, saving grace or a person you can depend on that's not your spouse. And then that might lead to adultery. Now, you never had any intentions on committing adultery. It's just that that's what came. Or you might be a single person and you're and you're, you know, you're trying to live the Christian life and you're trying to be the great person. But as you're trying and trying and trying, all you're doing is stirring up the works of the flesh. So guess what might be around the corner because you're going to be letting your guards down as you de you're, you're believing in yourself. You might fornicate, right? You might start to have um, dissensions between you and, and other people in your family or whatever the case may be. You might start to be, start have selfish ambitions, Right. Like hatred for people, because that is the direct result of depending on ourselves. These these are what's going to these are the things that comes from depending on ourselves, which the opposite of that is don't depend on yourself. Don't trust yourself. You you have to realize you do not have the ability to do anything good without God and give God the responsibility 
of producing those things and it's an easier life. It's it should be easier to say, God, I can't do anything, but I'm thanking you that you did everything for me. And I'ma just keep depending on you. So when I notice that I I went off on, on somebody and I shouldn't have, Lord, I you know, I thank you for giving me the joy and the peace and the self-control. Cause I already know that I'm not that those things aren't something that I naturally have in me because they're the fruits of the spirit. God is spirit. And when we have the Holy Spirit that lives in us, that is who is responsible. So I just wanted to talk about that because I just I know that there has been some confusion when it comes to the fruits of the spirit. And really, the confusion is I need to live and produce the fruits of the spirit and I need to not produce the works of the flesh. It's just that the subtlety of it is by not trying to produce the works of the flesh, you end up producing the works of the flesh because we start depending on ourselves to do it. And when you refer back to John 15, Jesus is telling you he's divine. We are the branches. A branch doesn't do anything but sit in the vine. There's no other responsibility. And what that means for us is we acknowledge that we are branches and that we don't we can't do anything and Jesus is producing these fruit and when we have uh issues that come up we can talk to God and say God I know what I would do in this situation but I'm depending on you to help me show kindness to this person that I don't want to show kindness to or I I see this temptation I'm depending on you for this self-control because without Knowing that you producing this, I'm I'm not going to have self control, right? It start you start having this relationship where you feel comfortable being weak in front of God, right? And you feel and that's what God wants you because the more you feel weak in front of Him, the more He can do in our life. Like God seeks after weakness, right? Our strength, His strength is made manifest in our weakness, right? Not the opposite way around. God is not looking for our strength because if we're strong in something, God doesn't have anything to strengthen because we're already strong. But if we're weak, God can give us the strength, right? So, you know, that's that's what I wanted to pinpoint and touch on. So I hope that that gave some clarity and really some peace to somebody who who may need it, who who are who are struggling with um, some things that they see in their life. Um, when it comes to whether they uh, having the works of the flesh or the fruits of the spirit, the fruits of the spirit is not your responsibility. It's always and will forever be Jesus' responsibility. All we got to do is be a branch and let him produce it by acknowledging that he's the one that's producing it and we aren't. So that's what I got for everybody today. Um, I hope that we got something from it. And uh, I'll be coming back with you with another episode coming soon. So I hope everybody have a great day. Talk to y'all later. All right.